0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri meerschaum and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. on am And I'm John David. Eddie. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight?
1: You know... Tonight's good. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long, it's been a long week, dude. There's just a lot going on in uh, in, in pipe smoking world, in country squire world, dude, in John David Cole world, yeah. And uh, man, yeah, I'm just glad to be here tonight. We've got a we've got a fun show and friends that are here, friends that are here. You know, we mentioned uh, it before, but of course, yeah. uh, tonight we're doing something a little bit differently.
0: We've opened it up to a, a, an actual live studio audience. Everybody, give a round of applause. <laughs> Hey, we're so happy that y'all are here. It we paid all them to be here. Yes, 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 yes. That's uh, that's that's how you got to do it. You go out on Craigslist and you say like, right. "Hey, who here knows what a podcast is?" They- and of those people, who here smokes a pipe, right? And then the two people that answered the Craigslist, uh, uh, only one of them was actually within a uh, fifty mile uh, radius. So that worked <laughs> out worked out pretty well. But yeah, no man, it's uh, we're we're excited to be doing this. We got a, a great Squire Select, which we'll be talking about tonight. Should be a lot of fun. But first, we got a little bit of housekeeping. You know, last week you were not. Actually, on the show, uh, you, you took a, a, yeah, a week yeah. sabbatical to, to um, deal with some some family issues. I know a lot of people were writing in. Do you want to kind of uh, address that real quick?
2: Yeah,
1: um, man, it was it was really uh, moving. Frankly, how many folks uh, both called, emailed, and and texted, and tweeted in, and otherwise uh, just kind of kind of checking on me and uh, what was going on. A, a very close relative of mine, my uncle, uh, has actually uh, just had some health issues crop up recently, and so. Yeah, uh, last week we kind of uh, just had a lot going on with that. And he's a, um, not just my uncle, but a very dear friend of mine, someone that, um, I'm just very close to. And so you know when when that happens your whole uh, whole whole schedule kind of shuts down yeah. and uh yeah so we uh just immediately went into kind of like you know family triage mode and uh <laughs> and started uh start helping with that but yeah he um is is doing well uh, actually has had a really dramatic improvement over the past 48 hours and um yeah a couple couple things i'd like to say of course you had caleb on the show last week which, yeah. was, which was awesome and i and i want to thank caleb for coming on but um also caleb and um and two uh our, our good friend who's actually here tonight Woo. uh and and pipe carver they they both uh just as my week was really crazy last week i uh came down with the virus even after uh, my uncle got sick and was out for a couple of days with a fever and all kinds of stuff but um it, those guys watched the shop and just made life really easy for me <laughs> Man. and so I just felt like it is as, as difficult as last week was just with all the uh, support of our community and and also uh you know the the guys here it just uh, it, it just made it uh, a lot uh, a lot more palatable and and easier to get through and I was um I, I'm just very thankful and, and I appreciate all the um just prayers and um and uh and and thoughts that folks have sent on behalf of my uncle and and our and our family as well. So um anyway, those are those are greatly appreciated and it just shows the kind of quality of the community that we've built uh through through this um you know this podcast. So man, great um, people
0: in the pipe world to be sure.
1: Dude, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. Every time something like this comes up, I'm always shocked, but then I am remember that this is not uncommon for for this, uh you <laughs> right. know, for this group of people, right, you know, right, it's right. just, Absolutely. it's just really, it's really special. So, um, yeah, I was very, uh, very moved, and uh, and and so anyway, it's it's been a, it's been a, it's been a crazy week, but uh, yeah, we're back in the saddle, and uh, things are things are on the up, and uh surrounded by good friends, and we're gonna celebrate tonight with some some uh some choice beverages and tobacco so, uh, yeah
0: well you know no That's offense good. of course uh to to the uh i want to say the late great but uh, of course the the former tim the intern then tim the apprentice uh yeah but uh you know T- caleb the intern dude he resonated with a lot of folks we got some great feedback from having him on the show a lot of folks chiming in on the subject of coffee and pipe tobacco and yeah uh, a lot of people really resonated uh with some of the video game talk that came out of last week as well so you know, it was uh, it was great to see that kind of support, and I know that he really appreciates
1: it as well. So. One thing about Caleb, you know, he he's he's a he, for a, a young guy that's you know trying to you know kind of establish his profession and career. Like he's super um super interested in quality. You know, I think that's a big thing in our generation. They mm-hmm. we want to focus on the small batch artisan. You know, it, it's not good enough for him to go to the store and buy a, a bag of uh, Folgers or whatever. You know, he's, he wants to wants to know the roaster, know where the bean came from. And, uh, and and he feels the same way about pipe tobacco. And I think that's why he's such an asset here at the Squire. And um, and, and he's already worked on a couple of blends. He's actually already finished his first blend. We haven't debuted it yet because really? uh, we're trying to figure out, you know, navigate some of the FDA stuff. But oh, man. Um, but it'll be you know, it'll be forthcoming. Uh, at some point
0: could you put it out like what is what's the date what's like the uh, the kill date for uh, for the fda oh
1: it was august 8th oh it was yeah. august, oh, okay <laughs> never mind never mind but you know it's one of those things we uh you know it, at some point that that will debut and uh you know i'm just really proud of of uh you know how he's kind of taken to it and immediately dived in with the experimenting and all that kind of stuff. can't we you so, know how
0: like ebay um, gets around the whole selling of like yeah, tickets like
1: here yeah. buy this mug that just and everything that
0: comes with it and there's like two super bowl tickets I know. inside the mug <laughs> Like, couldn't we do that with tobacco? Like, you know, here, buy this Country Squire Radio mug packed to the brim with brand new tobacco. Do you want the Canada. two ounce mug, the four ounce
1: bug or the half pound mug? Exactly. <laughs> That's what we
0: need, man. I think that'd be great. Uh, you know, last week, of course, uh, had some different events. Of course, we had the, the third annual Midwest Country Squire Radio meetup in
1: Grand Rapids, Dude, Michigan. Dude, it was awesome. You had a good turnout, huh? Huge turnout. It was yeah. so
0: great to see everybody. And, and you know, we we had some pizzas, had some, uh, some wine and whiskey and a uh, great conversation to me. It, it felt like a family reunion more so than actually seeing my actual family that was up there. So it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun and uh, really I'm, I'm all the more looking forward to next year. I, I don't think it comes soon enough. Uh, even some folks uh we were talking a little bit about Chicago and in, in the next, uh, next Chicago pipe show. And, uh, people had some ideas on how we can make that a little bit more, uh, special and, and community, uh, uh, give give uh, avenues for the community to connect at, at uh, Chicago as
1: well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what comes. It's amazing. Out. Like you know, we just got back from Chicago. I guess it's been a couple of months now, but we, right, yeah. maybe three months, something like that. But you know, it, it it seems like everyone's already talking about next year so much that I, I'm anticipating it being right around the corner. We've got like ten months to go or something. You know, it's just it's just amazing. And, and I think next year's will be particularly interesting, just with all the um, you know activity and movement in the Uh, you know, political stuff and everything, but, you know, just a pipe and tobacco community in general, and um, man, I, I don't know. I, I think I think next year's Chicago show is going to be really special. Man, I've already yeah. got an idea. That's you know how I like to spring ideas on you on the show and drive you crazy. I'm terrified
0: this, right now. No, no, no. <laughs> this matter of fact, let me pour myself another drink. I'll, I'll tell you this right out. This one is so big, I'm not even going to bring it on the show. That's how big it is. So I'll hold off. Yeah, that's best. But uh, great, <laughs> give me the opportunity to veto it in private. There you go. There you go. That'll be good. <laughs> but uh, but great suggestions to come out of that. And uh, you know, while I was there, of course, uh, you were celebrating an anniversary or the shop was right. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, last Thursday, August 11th, was the Country Squire's 46th birthday. Man. And uh and and it's just amazing, you know, last year uh you know, obviously we had a big to-do for 45. This year uh a little more muted for 46, but um you know, just um it, it just kind of the nature of the interim years between a you know kind of a milestone, but uh yeah, it's I mean we've been here a long time and of course um with me having purchased the shop uh, you know just three months ago right it's right. one of those things where it's just kind of um uh, there's just a lot of emotional stuff going on right now with the squire it's like man and i i moved some stuff around at the shop and so that's kind of weird and people are getting used to a new new guy uh that's the the proprietor here and um and then we have another birthday and i don't know it's uh, a lot it gets, of cigar traffic here yeah, a lot of cigar later, stuff yeah. going on so crazy uh lo- lots of new tin pipe tobacco here and uh you know some uh, God willing new <laughs> new blends coming uh, at sometime in the near future but um, yeah, man it's just it's just really cool. I've had a lot of folks I, I come in I think this has been the most meaningful thing that someone has shared with me since I've you know have made the transition um, and, and as I've mentioned to folks that it is our forty sixth birthday, a lot of folks have said that that the shop now, feels more like it did in the 70s than it ever has wow and i and i honestly think i mean these are some of these folks are you know 75 80 year old men that are telling me this and i and if they say that it was good back in the day and now it's as good now as it was back in the day these are yeah i mean like that i don't i don't think a higher compliment could be paid to kind of what we're doing here you know um and and it just it just feels really special to have that uh atmosphere reemerging. i mean these are folks that you know, came to the shop uh, every day when, you know, pipes were king and you could smoke your pipe in the grocery store and, you know, folks that, you know, would uh, w- watch Secretariat win the Triple Crown right here in this very corner on TV, you know, right, stuff like right. that. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's pretty special. So, Well, well to
0: quote Andy Sandberg uh, doing his Nicolas Cage impression, that's high praise. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> SNL. Come on, man. Oh, the listeners got it. Some can of you, them did. Can you do that with a uh, English accent? Don't. That's why wait did, no because every single time Nicolas Cage was playing a British character he always just kept his Nicolas Cage thing going like he never he never actually did a uh, British accent even when though. he was the uh, the witch hunter or whatever that recent movie was <laughs> but yeah all right well good stuff man well hey we've got a great topic to talk about tonight but first we've got a great product to talk about tonight and uh and that is the uh, wonderful coffee from beanfruit coffee that's right actually if you go to beanfruitcoffee.com and use the code CSR uh, you can get yourself a 5% discount uh, on any purchase there. And we encourage you to do so. You know, you're talking about Caleb the intern. Of course, last week we were talking about coffee, talking about tobacco, talking about kind of where the intersection is. And you're exactly right. right. There is something about like right now where we're we're wanting to know where the products are coming from and how they're being made and, you know, what, what kind of quality is being poured into it. Is it a quality product or is it just something in mass production? Yeah. Bean fruit coffee, you're talking about specialty coffee that's being uh, handcrafted, hand-roasted for uh, for you and for this select batch. It's going to be really, really fine quality, really, really fine coffee. We encourage you to check it out. Again, it's beamfruit.com and use the code CSR. Not only do you get yourself a uh, 5% discount for that, but you also help out the show when you do it. So Ow! definitely do that to help us out because we need all the help we can get. With tonight's Squire Select, does that mean you need another pour? Uh, I'm about to, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, for those who've never actually tuned into a Squire Select before, you know we've we've mentioned this in the past, but uh, the first time that we ever did a Squire Select, this is a, essentially a pairing. Of some product, typically whiskey and uh, pipe tobacco. Now it can be others. We've done tea in the past. We've talked about doing coffee, though. I don't think we've officially done that yet. We never have done coffee. I wanted to do barbecue. That's a whole thing. Point of contention that we have. We've still not resolved yet. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah. Squire so it's, it's Select barbecue. It's going to happen at some point. But tonight is tobacco be, and barbecue pairing. Yeah, tonight is going to be uh, <laughs> so shameless, dude. It's not. Look, people have spoken. They love this idea. All right, right. show of hands in the room. How many of you enjoy uh, would like to enjoy your pipe after eating some uh, some fine uh, barbecue? Think I'll That's take the majority. That- I mean, I you know, I, I, you just want to eat barbecue. Like, let's just eat barbecue and just talk about the barbecue tonight. We're talking about whiskey as we are <laughs> pairing it with pipe tobacco. Uh, so this, uh, you know, typically what we do is we take two or three uh, whiskeys. Now you've actually got some uh, some fine fine uh, selection tonight. Uh, one of which you are keeping secret from me. Uh but let's 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 first talk about
1: the uh, the first beverage that we have on deck here tonight. Uh, trust me the first beverage on deck will be uh well balanced in quality by the uh <laughs> by, by by the second by the by the second uh cleanup cleanup act that we have but uh yeah man this is really special uh, a good friend of mine Connor Schwartz who's a local uh uh liquor representative that uh goes around and uh represents just a bunch of real high end uh stuff uh also represents uh you know some uh, more market you know uh, regular market type of whiskeys and things like that sure but, sure the stuff uh, that i buy and the stuff that you buy that's Keep right it. that's yeah, right yeah. but but a, but a lot of high end stuff and um uh connor uh, when i purchased the shop about uh 3 months ago he uh, brought me that day uh, a gift and he brought me this uh this bottle of ardbeg uh it is ardbeg i'm going to butcher this Oogadal. sure urgadale i think it, we went the ai doesn't that mean dale i it might
0: in all fairness, it, I have it looks classic. it looks I like no that. The idea. it, lo- it looks it looks like
1: that. Uh, U- it's, it's called I think it's called ugadale or right? right? U- ugadal One or the other. But uh, it's spelled U I G E A D A I L. And um this is a uh it's a ILA whiskey, uh, and it's made by Ardbeg. This is uh in Jackson uh next door at the at the uh the package stoa, right next door. Right, right, right. because uh, we're classy, we call it package store. <laughs> um this is uh this is about a seventy-five dollar bottle of scotch. Um, and it's an eyelay, and so typically eyelays, which, uh, also include revered names like, uh, Lagavulin, um, and Lefroy, uh, these Those are whiskeys that, uh, of course, you know, have a high, Heat concentration, but then the, also the peat is just known to be extra smoky, and, and there's a, there's a quality on Islay too uh, of the water. I think, and I think a lot of folks will call it Isla. I think they refer to it as Isla. Um, We're it, in the name. south. We don't. We're in the south, anything. so we, we butchered everything yeah. we we've said, as Brian <laughs> Levine says. We, um, you know, don't even wear shoes. So um, it, he actually, it was actually funny the other day. I have to mention this. Uh, speaking of that, he texted me. He said, "Hey, a friend of mine." His daughter is going to to Ole Miss next year. Of course, Brian lives in North Carolina, so which which, you know, what's the North Carolina slogan like? first in flight 48th in education or something it, you know? sure sure <laughs> uh you know first, first in flight last in having brian levine sure right yeah yeah, yeah, it, it yeah, it yeah exactly yeah, exactly absolutely. so absolutely. you know but but of course you know he's got to get in his mississippi dig so um <laughs> so he's like you know I, I, daughter of my, a daughter my friend of my daughter's going to ole miss and like you know do they have running water there yet i don't know if she should like pack her own Man, bottle water and on. stuff and i was like you know i i don't know I, I think we have that but it's only due to the ada or something like that and <laughs> And and I, and he immediately came back and was like, ADA. I I didn't know y'all could spell that. And I was like, well, I mean, you know, A-D-A in Mississippi, that's like, a—that's uh, like you know, two-thirds of our, of our alphabet right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is why tobacco Jesus turns the other cheek, you understand. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Wasn't it Brian Levine that said if you're tobacco Jesus, then he's the tobacco devil? I, I
1: think, I he, th- did I think he did say that. I think he did say that. Oh, I my think it's the
0: exact quote. All right, so um, we've
1: got this beautiful Islay uh, uh, scotch here. We, we do, yeah. It's Ardbeg. Uh, uh, and um, again, lots of peat. Uh, this is a uh, an area of Scotland that they're known for scotches that have a very again peaty, smoky, uh, medicinal flavor. But then mm. with this as well, you get you get iodine and salt. Now it's interesting. Uh, folks say, what does iodine taste like? You know, I always think of iodine as um you know kind of a kind of a salty. I don't know the the medicinal part kind of goes along with that. I guess so it's so. hard for I, me to describe. I've but I've never really considered iodine a
0: taste. Like what 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 other like what what else would you associate the taste of iodine with?
1: I think I think salt. Iodine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <So> just salt. <laughs> and, just, and just iodine. The okay, all right. It's right. the, the, the aroma aroma from it. the nasal cavity. All right, fair enough. Fair and enough. That, and
1: that makes sense to me. This one in particular is just going to have more of that kind of salty uh flavor than some of the other ones are going to have. Of course you've got uh, who's the guy from, oh, this is embarrassing, the guy from, uh, Parks and Rec. Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yep. That's right. I knew it was Ron, but it, I knew it wasn't Ron Burgundy, and I didn't want to mess it up. <laughs> <No>. Um, so. <laughs> Although he does like scotch. He does like scotchy, scotch, scotch. Scotch, 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 scotch. Yes. Um, in his belly. But, um, you know, w- w- Ron Swanson, of course, is a, a lack of All in 16 mm, person. Mm. Uh, which is going to have less, I think, of a salty, uh, characteristic than this, but this is very nuanced. Um, and and it better be for seventy five dollars a bottle. So
0: you know, it's funny. Last week when I was with Caleb, we were talking about people's palates and how we, they, you know, you're able to identify flavors, of course, based on what you've tasted before. And it's odd now that you say it. All I can taste is the saltiness of it. But I like when I was drinking it before, I would have never figured out. Like I would have, you know, connected that, you know, this was a salty flavor. I just knew it was a flavor that
1: I enjoyed. There's something. Um it, there is a power of suggestion there, right? So, like when you get that, you start thinking, you know, along those lines. When I guess so, but I mean, it, like honestly, I was. Thinking but it, about but it's there. It, it really is there. It's
0: one that's very, you know. Obviously, we're we're already drinking it, but we should cheers for uh, for the sake of tradition here. Cheers, cheers. It's very smooth, right? Like at the very front
1: end of it. But do you get a tingle on your tongue? You get a tingle, a tingle on your tongue, and is see it? that's that's unique. A lot of smooth scotches, they just um they go down smooth you don't get the tingle until the very end no 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 and this is on, almost and like on the reverse. back
0: end like you get a you get a, a I feel very, like it's on
1: the front you get a smooth
0: for like a like a split second you get that tingle and then that peat just comes in hard. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, good man what are what are our, what are thoughts uh thoughts here yeah what do you, you, you guys like it <laughs> not, I, I, Two I, said you, you we don't want to know <laughs> <laughs> they're well, they're very uncomfortable with the usage the of the, the word tingle, tingle on the tongue. That was the, the little, tongue tingle.
0: That was on, uh, you couldn't feel didn't feel comfortable about that. <laughs>
1: what is wrong with you we're having a great time this is what people actually do when they listen to me no See, they, this they, is they great. really this is, do they really do like, what do you call it and sometimes you, they even tweet the stuff in they're the ones we have to ignore i know exactly exactly <laughs> Which is, we've invited the trolls into the well, yeah, show. It's, it's wonderful it's okay. wonderful <laughs> absolutely
0: well uh but no then i i really really enjoy this yeah you know, this you, is delicious
1: stuff you already I, mentioned
0: lethroig and uh and and uh, uh Logvulin, which are right. both two of my favorite scotches out. There. I think this might be up there.
1: Isla scotches are funny because you, you, they're they're known for this peat heavy stuff, you know, it, real smoky. Um, but then you've got um, you've got other brands from the the island as well, um, Cal Isla and Bunahabin. These are these are scotches that are sweeter um and are not uh, nearly as kind of medicinal as this but th- this just really screams kind of that campfire Yum. uh you know woody flavor on the front and i, and I think that the thing that uh paired nicely with this for me tonight and i was i was excited about this one um as i was thinking about it but we're going to do this one with Solani. Uh, seven seventy nine. It's English luxury mixture. It's the gold label, uh, from Solani. Interesting. All now, right, well, this is completely new to me. This is new. We've talked about some Solani tobaccos before. Have we? Uh, and and the most uh the most recent one we've talked about was the Silver Flake. Uh, I don't know if right, you remember. Right, I don't right, know if right. you remember the box. It was kind of. It was like a thirty five dollar box. It looks of, like a l- enlarged watch box or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, like something a, you buy a piece of jewelry in. Or absolutely something. sure. Um. And we actually talked about how good the tobacco was, but how poor the packaging was. Right.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's the thing. It looked like it was something special until you opened it up and it was like all like wedged in there with this like plastic wrap, right?
1: Yeah, it was a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, not like a Piggly Wiggly bag. No, no, no. Right. But, <laughs> but I mean, not much better. <laughs> but not right. Um, yeah. So, it, but the Solani, uh, of course, it's a, a German made tobaccos. Uh, they're just really top shelf. They're exquisite. Um, it, it, in America, um, distributed by Monjur International. Steve Monjur is a good friend of ours, good friend of the shop, and uh, just believe in everything that they uh, import and sell. And so we we want to always give a shout out to their their stuff. But um, but Solani, uh, you know, high end tobaccos. The the gold label, uh, is is delicious. This is a it's an English mixture, uh, but it's got a really uh, nice balance of orientals in it, and, and also the thing that makes this uh particularly delicious to me is that uh it's got syrian latakia in it and so Ooh. now syrian of course uh, latakia you know it's harder to get nowadays uh most of the stuff that's on the market it, well really all of it is stuff that you know was procured years ago and it's kind of just been you know coming out over time yeah, yeah. Uh, you know these people have hoarded this stuff i know mcclelland about 15 years ago bought you know it made everyone angry because they bought like all the stuff left on the market you know <laughs> but but they're, they hey the McNeils are, are tickled um no it worked that was a good investment uh, no absolutely uh, but
0: anyway you know um
1: i don't i don't see anybody
0: uh, compl- complain about mark ryan being the only
1: uh <laughs> the only Parikh guy yeah, yeah. yeah uh you know so it, it's one of those things like the um you know when you do see syrian latakia come out it's in a small batch typically a little more expensive uh, tobacco blend, but it, it's super sophisticated. Lots of leaves and, uh, very nuanced. And of course, the Solani, um, 779 is, is no exception to that. So you've got, uh, Virginias, a variety of Virginias, uh, with Oriental leaf, uh, and then the, the Syrian Latakia. Um, the thing I think I like the most about this tobacco, other than the complexity of it, is it's, uh, kind of interesting. Uh, lurking sweetness that comes out, particularly towards the end of the of your puffing. So it's kind of almost the opposite of the art bag, which has the tingle on the front. <laughs> it's, it's our new band name, Tingle on the Front. As much as I've wanted us to have some kind of band, I'm gonna have you to don't want to call it
0: Tingle on the Front. You know, I'm about to pass on that. One. <laughs> I was, you know what? We could call it Tamping That Ash. I'm, I'm. Cool we could with call that, it Tamp That I, Ash. You know, Tingle on the Front. I'm not right. sure about tingle that. Tingle on one. the Front. <laughs>
1: Hey, why, don't, why don't you open this gold go label and Solani and, uh, and and tell me tell me how you think it smells? Uh this man, this smells absolutely delicious. Yeah, I'd love to know uh, with our live audience. Uh, and if y'all are the folks here tonight, like <laughs> y'all, please, you're more than welcome to try some of this. It's, it's delicious. And you know, if you're a listener of the show regularly, or good friend, like you know, I don't I don't smoke a lot of English blends. It's not something I you know typically uh, smoke a lot of. But with with this one in particular, I think the Orientals really shine here, but it's also a, a sweeter mixture. There's that sweetness that kind of comes out again, uh, on the end of it that, um, it just really, uh, makes it quite pleasant. And so, uh, it, it's, it, the Latakia is there. It's Syrian Latakia, so it's not overly smoky. Um, you know, it's, it's got a well-balanced, you know, kind of nuanced, sophisticated type of flavor to it uh, you know I, I tend to gravitate towards that more you just don't see it very often because uh, obviously the availability of it so um, but I think it goes really well with the Ardbeg uh, it, as complex as the Ardbeg is um, it's smoky but um, you know has a lot of nuance as well um, the smokiness and I think the sweetness kind of pair pair nicely yeah man absolutely
0: yep. I, I, I dig it I'm, I'm good good pairing I'm, I'm hesitant to move <laughs> forward because you know when you told me tonight that you were hiding the first one from me I my response. What was my response to you immediately?
1: Oh, uh, that cheap, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man.
0: I knew it. I knew it. So we got this beautiful, um, uh, wonderful scotch. This amazing uh, tobacco to go with it. That's right. What what uh, what have you commandeered from the gas station?
1: This is uh, a <laughs> this is a a whiskey that is a a, a regular regularly seen around the country, squire.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm uh, back in. Okay.
1: Which which ha- has has some meaning to it. But um, I, I want to dedicate this particular whiskey, uh, to an individual that's not here tonight. Oh. Um oh. <laughs> And 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 generally we're thankful when this person is it does not show up. It's on not the here. Okay. Because because it makes it makes things a little easier.
0: Right. As, right. As
1: we're preparing for Country Squire Radio. <laughs> but um, he, he's our he's our friend, the Hurricane, that we we have mentioned uh, in passing before uh on, on country square radio we won 't uh mention his name uh because his name is uh ridiculous and this is a family friendly show right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, um so in honor of him i've got uh and, and and this actually is going somewhere okay this this is going somewhere you you, you already saw it and your face is twisted with no anger no no and fear. no 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 it's it's great this we is great. have old charter eight now, before you just are so horrified. No, 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 it's okay. I'm right. I'm containing myself. Please continue. <laughs> I, you know, the the beautiful thing about this is that with Old Charter Eight. Now, again, you know, we, we've got look at the look at the amazing balance that's being struck here. You know, uh-huh. we've, we've got this uh, exquisite art bag. It's probably you know, it's uh, you've got Celtic symboling on the on. Yeah, the I mean, this came from everything. an island we can't even pronounce the name of. <laughs> uh, you know, and and, and then that's you've got you know it's good, and, and then and then you've got the. The old charter, which was, uh, you know, it's it's made by I think it's made by Buffalo Trace, but it's um, you know, it it's well, hang on now, Is but, that- but you but you bought this, you know, this was uh distilled in the same county where people burn couches when they celebrate football games, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Okay, I'm just saying we're in the south. That's kind of what happened. So
0: old charter was uh, that's interesting. So old charter was uh was actually made by Buffalo.
1: Tr- I didn't realize that. Well, I think that's a newer. Th- I think Buffalo Trace at some point purchased purchased old charter. I could be wrong about that. Someone might. This is not the I first. I thought that was correct. To, to be fair, this is not the
0: first time that you've done this. Now, now you actually, no. uh, back in two thousand and fourteen. That's right. Uh, actually, we did a Squire Select where you brought out Old Charter at to do a Squire Select pairing. Now, That's think, right. I don't know that it was Old Charter eighteen, so maybe we're, we've got a little bit
1: of a differentiation here. <laughs> oh no, that, here. Th- this is Old Charter eight. So let's. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Let's let's be sure we got it. That I think actually that was Old Charter ten. Okay, all I think right, that all right, was right, ten. Right, right. So, gotcha, so gotcha. we are going a step down. But, but here.
0: see, here's the thing. <laughs> Back then, you did it with Lefroy.
1: So right. once once again, no, once again, okay, good. So so once again, we've got a an Isla and and then Old Charter it was uh it's interesting uh uh my good friend stephen, who's actually here tonight uh had this for the first time today i think was it the first time yeah and so our our friend uh we'll we'll call him richard that is his name we'll call we'll call him richard but he he was he was here he was here and he uh he brought his uh he, what? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> continue. He, you know, he brought his, uh, his regular bottle of old charter in and, and, you know, we were all making fun of him for it because it's the kind of thing you buy, you, you assume to clean your car battery with. Um, but, you know, it, he was like, no, it's good. Try it. Steven tried it and he, and he, and he cursed, he cursed Richard. <laughs> Because he was, like, disappointed in how much he actually liked it. Uh, 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 <laughs> and, and it's one of those things. Look, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. It's, it's a good whiskey. It's a good,
0: like, cabinet whiskey. If you're going to, like, let's say. Well, particularly to mix with. Okay, Exa- That's what I was about to say. Like, particularly if you're, if you're to mix with. If you're making a Manhattan, if you're going to make an, uh, yeah, even if you're going to make like an old-fashioned or something like that. If you're going to make a whiskey cocktail, yeah, Old Charter is actually yeah. a good go-to whiskey.
1: No, I'm down with that. I'm um, down with that. It's but, so classy, as a matter of fact, that that. In, in instead, it, it's old charter eight, and, and and it's not eight years. It just says eight. <laughs> so, so we actually don't know if it's like if it's eight years or if it's like eight weeks, if it's eight days. It, that, that, right, <laughs> Steven says that's the price of the bottle. <laughs> right, so so yeah, there's a lot that could be happening here, you know. But oh, th- and and think of the mystery and the nuance that you're. You know, we talk about the the nuance and the complexity of the art bag. Like, think about you know. How many couches were burned uh. with this, <laughs> <laughs> this? This bottle of oh old charter was made. All right, All I, I, right. I'm just saying it, it. There, there's a there's some uh, sweet sophistication here. So, old charter. Um, uh, obviously, you're going to have uh, you know, let's let's do talk seriously. Yes, about let's old talk charter, seriously about old charter, charter eight yeah, for a second. Oh, but yeah. um, you know, again, <laughs> a, a house favorite at the country squire. Uh, it, you've got a. Uh, <laughs> He said the eight is the price. That was great. Um, you know, you're going to have uh, peppery uh, notes to it. It's got, uh, uh, as any, you know, to, you know, uh, whiskey kind of in its same uh, range is going to have that uh, a characteristic bite to it, which Absolutely. you just kind of expect. But it's not uh, unpalatable. It's something that uh, I think has a nice uh, honey sweetness to it. So um, shall we? Honey sweetness. Yeah, I think so. Pour yeah. it
0: up, man. Yeah, this is uh, this is nah, good. you need a little more
1: than that. Okay, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> all right. That's that's what happens when you call up old charter. Does Just any uh, of our live audience want to pour out their ardbeg and uh, replace it with this old charter? No, no, no. It's a, we won't judge. Well, we won't <laughs> judge.
0: One of us may. One of us may. But but that's all right.
1: Our old charter eight. Hey, cheers. Bo, Cheers.
0: Look, that's smooth. I, I'm, yeah, you're right. It's like water right after drinking what we were just drinking. No, man. okay. You it,
1: it is, of course it is, right? So you've got that's, you, that's a rough transition, right? And,
0: and like, don't get me wrong. Not rough as in it's a hard transition. Yeah. It's just a very, it's a gear change. It's stark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah.
1: very stark. I, I, I think it is, like you know, Tony. or Starkville. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you've got a, um, in this, in this combination, of course, we went from the art bag, which is super peaty. Um, with the kind of salty medicinal stuff going on. And then you go over here to Old Charter, and it's like, you know, actually you know, relatively smooth. Okay. For, for what you're, you know, what you're pushing oh, yeah. no, here. Absolutely. And then you've got um, kind of a, like I said, that honey sweetness to it. Do you get that? No. Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, so part of what, what's going on here too is that the art bag has such a kind of a salty nature to
1: it that I can't believe we're comparing these two. It's great. Well,
0: <laughs> out of contrast. <laughs> I mean, it's a contrast. Man. No, it, it is. Really it really is. is an absolute contrast. Once you actually go from the saltiness and uh, in, into this, like, yeah, there are sweetness, uh, sweet tones, sweet uh, flavors that I would have never actually picked up before that I'm getting now because of that contrast. Does it tingle on the front or the back? There's no tingle
1: uh, with Old Charlie. Look, it does the trick, but there's no tingle. This is a fun uh, fun whiskey to talk about. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, for obvious reasons. But And again, <laughs> if you come to the Squire, you will find this uh, readily available if our friend Richard the Hurricane... Uh, is around
0: you know it's not just him i mean obviously you have got this on on retainer at your house as well which is wonderful
1: uh i wouldn't go that far look
0: like i said it's (laughs) It's around the shop it's a good cabinet whiskey to have especially if you enjoy cocktails and one of the great things about it is because it is sweet because it is so smooth you can really take it in a lot of different directions or in the instance of tonight we're just drinking it straight up so what what would you pair with uh with the old charter so
1: this is a this is a fun pairing yeah uh, we talked about uh, the standard tobaccos that came out uh, when they reintroduced all the John cotton blends. Uh, this has been, I guess about a year ago now um, you, you had uh, the standard tobacco company came out Russoulette, uh pipes and you know, uh, the really sophisticated blender, one of those blenders that, you know, a, a young tobacconist like me, when I grow up, I want to be him kind of thing. Right. But uh, mimicked all these blends that, you know, had, had come out years ago and then subsequently, uh, you know, had kind of gone away, you know, through the years as pipe smoking dwindled. But, you know, now as our communities kind of roared back, they, uh, you know, spent all this time and effort kind of, you know, bringing back these old majestic blends that had this great heritage. And, um, and so, um, you know, one that really struck uh, with me was the Bengal Slices. Uh, Bengal Slices, uh, it comes in this uh, just oh. real simple but, uh, but very elegant tin. It's uh, the celebrated Bengal Slices pipe tobacco. Uh, and it's got uh, a flag on there of looks like Great Britain and maybe, uh, maybe Scotland too. Uh, but uh, just, a real, just a real pleasant uh, pleasant smoke. I don't see a thistle. No, I don't see a thistle. Um, but that would make sense. That would make sense if there if there was for uh, for Scotland. Uh, the back of it says, uh, Bingle Slices is a crumble cake made of Cyprian Latakia, outstanding Orientals, bright Virginia, and a touch of black Cavendish, uh, finished with a subtle top note. Uh, yeah. and, and so I thought this would be interesting. I want you to open that and give me yeah, your... Yeah. I don't think you've ever seen this tobacco, bow. I want you to take a look at the tobacco and, so, and, and give me your initial impression.
0: One more time. Who made this again?
1: Uh, Standard Tobacco mm-hmm. Company. I think it's actually produced by Lane. Yeah, look, look at the actual flake. Actually, okay, that's
0: that's different. Pull that out. I mean, because that's you know, typically I I immediately look at this and think, okay, it's a brownie, but no, it's not a brownie yeah. because
1: it, it is. So you've got a crumble cake here. It, yeah. it's a it's a it's a crumble cake. Obviously, this is something that's been pressed uh, not as much as a you know a flake tobacco, but you know it's had a significant amount of pressure put on it and then sliced. Um, and so are you okay? Do you need a moment? No, it's, it, it smells amazing. It's exquisite. <laughs> it's, it it's what I've been smell. smoking tonight. I just can't keep my pipe lit because I keep talking too much. <laughs> oh,
0: that's, 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 part of, uh, that's, who, that who that would do part a podcast about pipe? smoking? I, I it would crazy.
1: never do that. So Bingle Slices, uh, I, I, I'm pairing this exquisite tobacco with Old Charter 8. Uh, and, and the reason is because Bingle Slices has this, um, quality of being, uh, it, it's obviously Latakia forward. You've got this, you know, Latakia element in there, but the, the Orientals I think come out and then there's a sweetness to it that I think really wraps it all together. And and for me with Old Charter, uh, you know, you've got the bite and it's whiskey. So there's that Mm -hmm. sense of, um, you know, just harshness to it. But there, um, there's a sweetness to Old Charter that I think even when you drink it, even as we drink it tonight, particularly after after we tried the Ardbeg, it's very sippable. It's a very sippable whiskey. And with the Bengal slices, I think you get some of that too. So, um, you know, it's one of those, they call it a, a, a lat bomb With nuance, you know, a lot of Kia bomb with nuance, I think, is how someone put it on Mm -hmm. um, on the tobacco reviews that, you know, that that I read about it. So, um, you know, I I, I just think that with that, um, you know, it balances and probably adds a little complexity to the old charter that the old charter wouldn't have on itself. But uh, the two go together well.
0: Man, that's good. Yeah. All right. I excellent pairing overall i think that, yeah what do uh, you think no both of these really really solid pairings <laughs> together i gave you such a hard time about the old charter but i definitely see this uh, tobacco pairing very very nicely with it although i do feel like it's almost an insult here to uh, the. it, it uh, might it might be Bingle slices here but yeah no no, no it, it's at the same time they go well it it, it look, works if you look at me and you look at my wife you think why is she with him maybe right. that's what this is you right are here. the old charter to her bag. exactly
1: right well, specifically the Bengal slices, but yeah, absolutely. What is your crib? Fifteen dollars for the uh for the old for the old charter.
0: There you go. Excellent pairings, man. Overall, this is uh, really really good. What I love is that you are big about the contrast. Whenever you're pairing uh, pipe tobaccos and whiskeys, we love to hear. A lot of times that happens. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. We'd love to hear the uh, listener feedback as well. You know, what is your favorite whiskey with your favorite tobacco? What is the pairing that you enjoy? Have you tried one of these pairings before? Uh, if if you do, let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear that. We also love to hear. Uh, that you're enjoying the show. We'd love to hear how you're enjoying the show and what you're smoking while you're doing it and how you're smoking it. And the great thing is that many of you, while you're smoking your pipe tobacco of choice, you are doing so in a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Mm, exactly a long way to get to that transition we right love there. a missouri
1: pipe. it's, missouri, missouri, missouri it's worth the scenic route man. oh my gosh <laughs> absolutely look
0: we uh you know one of the things that we've been doing over the last couple of episodes is talking very specifically about our favorite pipes from missouri meerschaum and uh you know last week we had caleb talking about his we've talked about ours we're going to talk tonight about your favorite pipe, the Cobbet pipe. That's Tell right. Tell the good folks about your favorite Missouri Mirshawn pipe, the cobbets.
1: Well, my particular, you know, there's multiple Cobbets. We've got the the Wizard, the Dwarf, and the Shire. And um and and with these pipes, you've got you know various tweaks on bowl shapes and things like that. But um you know the I think the overarching thing that unifies the the Cobbet series is the length of them. You know, think of like Churchwarden. Uh, but maybe not quite as long and in a corn cob. Oh, yeah, yeah and, yeah. and, and so these are great pipes. The, uh, stem is, uh, you know, typically a little higher quality than what you're used to seeing, uh, with, uh, with some of the cob pipes that are out there. And so, um, because of that, obviously you're going to pay a little more for a cobbed pipe, but the Absolutely. quality is incredible. It's one of those that the first time you smoke it, You'll immediately notice the coolness of the smoke, and, and I really do mean that. There's not just, uh, you know, that's not just giving lip service to uh, the typical church warden pipe that you understand. Uh, smokes cooler, but with a Cobbett pipe, the, um, you know, the smoke is going to smoke cooler. And with the cob, it's a good pipe to try uh, new tobaccos in that maybe you're not familiar with, uh, and so you get a cool smoke, but also a very clean smoke. Um, and so I think that's why I'm a big fan,
0: man. You know, we talk about it all the time, but, uh, you know, you, you're going to have to have a corncob pipe in your collection. We we've referred to it before as the toolkit pipe. The great thing about Missouri Meerschaum is that they produce extremely high quality and very diverse corncob pipes. If you don't have a couple of them, you need to check out what they're doing. So check out Missouri Meerschaum, check out their pipes and do this for us. If you are smoking your Missouri Meerschaum pipe this week, take a picture of yourself, put it up on Twitter, make sure you tag us at squire radio on that we'll retweet that out. It's a great way to show them how much you love their products while they're helping us by helping support this show. So do it. Check them out. Missouri Meerschaum.
2: Pipe
0: question of the week. Pipe question of the week. This week comes in to us from listener of the show, Andrew. Uh, Andrew writes in says, "Gentlemen, thanks so much for an awesome podcast. My buddy Eric turned me on to your show, and I can't say enough about it. My question: What what do the differences in the color of the smoke that we produce it from our pipes indicate?" Uh, he mentions blue white etc and should we be concerned about how hot the bowls get during the course of a smoke uh, and he says this is from a southern boy in north carolina
1: andrew mcphilly now, now southern boy uh from north california
0: no north california i'm sorry yep. yeah yep.
1: absolutely absolutely andrew andrew's talking about the color of his smoke i, I have actually never never thought about the color of pipe smoke. And, you know, we even talked about, you know, bringing this particular question on. I was like, I, uh, you know, let's bring it on, even though I don't really know anything. And there's not a lot of research, any that I could find, you know, out there about this particular question. Well, flames tends to indicate
0: heat, right? Right. Like isn't like blue is hotter than orange and green is hotter than
1: blue. But we're talking about smoke though. But so that's what I think we're talking right. about smoke. We're talking about smoke and I, you know, typically as as Stephen, who's here with us tonight, mentioned, you know, with cigars, um, y- there is a difference in color of smoke. Uh, with cigars, the the back end of the cigar, uh, when smoke it just kind of streams out of it will be a, a white smoke. Is that right, Stephen? Oh, no, it's brown. It's brown as it, as it comes through the, the back end of it. But typically on the front, it'll be a darker smoke. Um, no, I'm sorry, the, the whiter, the gray or white smoke. And, and Stephen, why is that? What the difference there is just because of the, is this going through tobacco or something? I don't know. Yeah. It, it, that, for some reason, you know, with the cigar, the color on the front end of the cigar, the smoke is different than on the back end. But, you know, with a pipe, I, I've never noticed or, uh had any correlation, you know, with uh, you know, tobacco type or heat or uh you know, cut or anything like that with a different color of smoke. To me, uh, you know, all the pipe smoke is just kind of look the same. So um, you know, I so anyway, I I would love, you know, we bring this up on air because I'd love to, you know, hear if anyone else has has ever uh you know, it, it you know, experienced anything this like that. This is one Do of those a,
0: uh J D uh
1: punting questions. I'm punting. I'm I'm punting to the crowd, yeah. Like Actually
0: the crowd might know. All
1: right, go ahead. All right, you. What's the interject?
0: Outside. Okay, so so okay. there's a point of it could be what light is actually going on. I mean, okay, outside. so it's the
1: quality of the of the light source that yeah, could be the if it if it's blue, you're burning you're burning oil. <laughs> I can never tell if he's joking or not. <laughs> I think, we're going to talk about that turkey in a minute, <laughs> 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 but we'll we'll bring that up later. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So uh, as far as the second part of your question, um, you know, you've got you've got um. The, the heat of the bowl of the pipe as yeah. you're smoking it. Of course, this is something that you want to pay attention to. Now, a lot of times with a more inexpensive pipe and briar that, uh, you know, maybe hasn't been cured as long or, uh, doesn't have the best of grain, um, you know, you, you, you've got a, you've got a pipe that, you know, might just burn hotter. And that's part of it because, you know, it's a, you know, lower quality briar or, or, or whatever. But, uh, typically, you know, the, the temperature that the bowl gets while you're smoking is very dependent on two things. Um, and that is the, uh, the type of tobacco that you're smoking. And then also the, uh, cadence in which you're smoking. And so that rhythm that goes into the, you know, the, the, the pipe that you know where you keep it lit but also keep it cool enough to enjoy the tobacco right and, and so you know that that cadence is very important i think uh number one let's talk about the tobacco um you know the the tobacco that you're smoking typically the wetter the tobacco is again it's going to be a hotter tobacco uh to smoke not just on the bowl but also on your tongue you know when you're smoking something that's real wet that has a lot of uh, syrup or, or natural moisture in it um you know that's going to create almost like a Almost like a lava uh, substance that really settles in there at the bottom that makes that briar just get, just get hotter. Right. Uh, And also that moisture will interact with your tongue in ways that, um, you know, makes your tongue almost blister a bit. And I think that's why with more aromatic tobaccos, you've got that uh that that bite the t- tongue bite just right. kind of comes with the nature of those things and and that's why you know a a tobacco for instance like Latakia uh which is super bold in flavor uh is actually very easy on your tongue Latakia is actually really really smooth on your tongue because it's one of those that just um you know is just it's more of a uh oily smoke but it's it's a um it's it doesn't have that that sugary syrupy wetness to it that Uh, that interacts with your palate as much as the other. So, uh, so that, that's one thing to think about, you know. But then the other thing I think is the cadence thing. And that's gonna be a function of what your, what your tamping ritual is and your puffing and, um, and the, the speed at which you do that, you know, at. And that, that's how, um, you know, that's how you're able to manage the, the temperature of your bowl. Um, the, the reason this is important, you know, is not just because of how it, uh, you know, affects the comfort level on your hand as you're holding the pipe. But it, it's for the health of your pipe as well. So you know, the, again, you've you've got to remember that as you're smoking your pipe, you're smoking a, a a plant. You're smoking a piece of wood that's been harvested to make this this thing, this product. And so you know, it's got a certain you know ability to um, you know resist heat. That's why we use briar because it's so good at that. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, the more you work a pipe, the more you know heat you put at it, the more uh, exposure to that that's got. It's, it's it's just more likely to crack and. Um, and, uh, and split or burn out. I've seen actually pipes that have burned, uh, holes all the way through the side, giant craters, even, um, you know, That's just, crazy be, just because, just because someone, you know, uh, you know, burned it, burned it too hot, right. uh, for a very, you know, small amount of time. That's so, crazy. uh, so yeah, you do want to pay attention to that. Uh, one thing that will help with this is building <laughs> proper cake in your pipe. And so when you build cake in your pipe, you know, we talk about the, uh, importance of that and, and getting that cake kind of between the width of a dime and a nickel. Uh, you don't want to get it too thick because that that can hurt the bowl itself. It can split that pipe. But you know the the cake is important because it acts as kind of an insulation. It also collects some of the moisture, and so your tobacco will burn cooler and drier because some of the cake. It, act, it acts almost as a sponge. So um so anyway, these are things to think about. But yeah, the 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 temperature of your pipe, if it is too hot on your hand, that's an indicator that maybe it's time to slow that rhythm that that cadence down some. Um, and, uh, and it'll probably make it more comfortable on your tongue. Too. That's good, man. Yeah. All right. Well, great pipe question from Andrew. Hey, if you got a pipe question of the week this week, uh, send it into to us,
0: csr at potistery.com. Quick
2: fire
0: with the squire. squire. Oh, no. Uh, listener, right, well, we'll save it for the listener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quick fire question. Ow! All right, these come in. This is actually great, man. These come in from uh, this pipelife.com user pipe professor. Good. Yeah, now these are all this is a little bit of a gear change for us, man. These are actually all very pipe centric. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Briar or Merch?
1: Does he mean Meerschaum?
0: I would imagine so. I think he means Meerschaum. Yeah, I think he means Meerschaum. <laughs> uh, I have to go I have to go with Briar. I've only ever had Briar. Uh, you've never smoked a Meerschaum pipe? I've always wanted to smoke a Meerschaum pipe, but I just haven't found the right one. I'm saving myself.
1: You don't <laughs> We... <laughs> Um the uh yeah so we need to remedy that. You need a Mersham pipe. I do need a Mershion pipe. And and we'll work on that. No, and, uh, every single new pipe shop,
0: order. every single new like show anything that I go to, I always yeah. check out the Meersham pipes. Yeah. Because I do want well, to get a Mirchon pipe, I just haven't found the one yet.
1: Yeah, you, you, you know, I remember you went to uh went to uh the Chicago pipe show, of course, and you were about to pull the trigger on a beautiful Meersham pipe. Oh, you're gonna tell this story. Oh my god. And it was gorgeous. It was uh it was actually uh is you, you you were talking to someone uh who's now a a good friend of of the shop and and the show and uh, someone that uh, uh-huh. you know is uh, we're working on to get some Meersham pipes here in the shop with but uh, but this individual told you that you know the pipe you were looking at was you know it was it was good for the ladies yeah yeah that was, was, like, was good for the
0: ladies I thought I found the one he was like oh yes 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 that's a ladies pipe I was like right oh, okay
1: <laughs> well and 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 you immediately walked away it, but it, it now what does that say about you Bo are you not confident I guess not. I mean, like, let's be honest. If I didn't buy it, maybe you of the that pipe I don't
0: know. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, okay. I'm a I'm a Briar pipe smoker. I love Meerschaum. It smokes. It smokes great. It's just kind of clumsy. You know, it's one of those that um, you have to worry with and uh, fool with, and um, it's not particularly durable. Although you know, you can load it up and smoke it over and over and over. Um, it smokes real clean. But I'm anyway. I'm a Briar pipe smoker. All right, fair enough. Uh, bent or straight? Straight. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, straight
0: pipe, of course. Yep. More often than not, I'm going to go for the straight pipe. I, you know, there, there are, I'm, I'm, you know, we, we actually talked, to, uh, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago. Maybe it was actually last week with Caleb. We were talking about kind of the, uh, the, the unfinished pipes and how specifically I was kind of interested in buying one at some point. And yeah. I'm really yeah. interested in actually getting more of a bent, uh, pipe in that, in that regard. But beyond that, I'm, I'm more of a straight pipe kind of guy.
1: I don't think, he, do you have many bent pipes? I don't I don't think most of your pipes are going to be straight. You do have a couple of church wardens. I got I a
0: church warden. I yeah. got, yeah, I got two. Well, actually even, the, I've got two church wardens and one of those is straight and the other one is bent. Okay. Um, and oh, so even two? one no. of your
1: church wardens is straight. That's right. I got okay. three
0: church wardens. One of them is straight. Two of them are bent. And then I've uh, I've got a Viking that's bent. And then I've actually got oh, yeah, like a very large bowl pipe. I can't remember who it's by, but um, it is uh, it is a bent pipe. But those, I think, for the for the most part, all, almost all the rest of them are straight Are straight pipes. Yeah. yeah. All right, flake or ribbon. Oh
1: man, see, I'm ribbon all the way. Golly. This isn't even a competition. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't I, have the skills for flake on any kind of regular basis. Golly, I'm. This is difficult to say. I. I'm a flake tobacco guy. Yeah, I lo- I love a flake tobacco. That's man. cool. I, I I really do. I, you know, as I think about my my favorite tinned tobaccos that you know I regularly go to, they're all flakes. That they're they're all flake tobaccos, and it's something about the pressing of it. The not not just the ability to make the tobacco flavor more. You know, more, um, uh, more intense, but also the, the freshness that it takes on just over time. And, yeah. and, and, and part of, uh, obviously the, the romance for the pipe for me is the ritual of it. It's, it's going through, you know, the motions of, you know, um, you know, tearing your tobacco apart, filling your bowl, uh, you know, tamping it, relighting lighting it, relighting it, re- it, tamping it again, you know, it, and, and, and so with, you know, with a flake, it adds that, it adds that extra step that for me is just very, uh it, it's it's just soothing to me it's just a good experience i love a flake tobacco you know for me it, it like the
0: comparison is almost like fly fishing versus like just fishing fishing
1: yeah you know what i mean like i like to fly
0: fish if i'm going to choose between the two i'm like it but mostly because i look more awesome while i'm doing it and most people don't know <laughs> it's how a to matter do it of perspective but i'm just yeah. saying that's that's just the <laughs> difference there you know people who know how to smoke flake are going to enjoy it more
1: Uh matches versus lighter matches Yeah, matches. But see, I, I have the, I have the luxury of, you know, when I come to work every day, I'm at a smoke shop and so I can smoke inside. Most people nowadays don't smoke indoors. They smoke outdoors. And so, uh, you know, if they stuck to matches, the, they probably would give up pipe smoking pretty quickly because, you know, they, um, couldn't get their pipe lit. Yeah. yeah, But
0: but I'm a match guy. When given the choice on matches as well, uh, taste or room note? Taste. Oh, taste. See, I think I'm more room note. Really? Yeah, I think so. Like there's just something about the smoke lingering and just kind of enjoying the overall just, you know, what what's going to last on you beyond the actual smoking process. It's it's less about the taste, although I do enjoy the taste. I would prefer one that's both, but overall, I think I enjoy the room note
1: of a you know, tobacco more. You know, that's interesting. I don't a lot of these questions, you know, honestly, we've had before on on, on quick-fire questions. But this isn't first. This is a first. This we've is never, definitely a first. We've never had yeah. a taste versus room note question. That might I, be actually a show at some point. Yeah, that actually, that, that could be. That's uh, for one. me, you know, obviously, taste is very important. Um, it, There there are a lot of folks that the smell is very paramount. I, I think what was interesting about having Timothy work at the shop uh, and then also come on the show often was, as folks may remember, Timothy, Tim, the intern, or I'm sorry, Tim, the apprentice. We want to give him that that uh, well-earned uh, promotion that he received. Of but, course. Um, yeah You know, Timothy could not smell. and And that was always so fascinating to me because he this is someone that enjoyed the pipe, but had to enjoy it with. The absence of a, of an entire sense, you know, and so he was able to, you know, appreciate these tobaccos with a very heightened sense of taste. And uh, there's a sense in which I'm kind of envious of that because it was very, um, you know, uh, finely tuned his ability to pick up nuance on his on his uh, on his tongue. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a taste person and, uh, and, and, uh, I think always will be. And finally, cellar,
0: uh, cellared or fresh?
1: <laughs> uh, it depends on the tobacco. If we're talking about an aromatic tobacco, fresh. If we're talking about anything else, cellared.
0: Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. You know, it's interesting. I've started selling tobaccos. Um, yeah, that's a thing you've started. You know, when, actually, when yeah. I was up at, uh, in, in Grand Rapids this last past week, I basically, I gathered every single tobacco that I had from the Country Squire. Right. And brought it with me and, uh, and to share out with people. Cause, you know, some, some folks Dude, have never actually awesome. shared it. Yeah, it was yeah. really great. Actually, I brought some Madagascar.
1: Which that we don't even have anymore. I know.
0: I told him I was like, <laughs> "This is basically like we could put this up on eBay and make some bank right now." We're really good. Like, actually, you need production. to
1: bring that back to me so I can. <laughs> overall, actually, you the, need to sell it back to me.
0: The majority of people actually said they preferred the Madagascar overall of everything I brought. That's
1: terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, no no i mean I, it, it, it's sad is what it is okay sad. it's sad that it's because, gone yeah the literally the main ingredient for madagascar no longer exists wow so, um yeah
0: oh i should have hung on to it I, I left it there for for anybody else who wanted the rest of it i'm sorry i'm sorry dude you know, I, had i known you know people to pearls this. before swine really i mean honestly <laughs> you, know what I mean? Like you, you put it you put it in my hands of course i'm going to give it away
1: yeah we we had two blends that uh about about two years ago now, disappeared. And those blends were Madagascar and Longbottom Leaf. Uh, Longbottom oh, Leaf, yeah. of course, was one of our... Uh, it, was, it was our signature uh, Tolkien-related blend. It was the first one you, you ever it did, It was the right? first one we ever yeah, came yeah, out yeah. with. Yeah, it was a great... It was a collaboration of me and my uh, a good friend, Brandon, that uh, used to come in the shop very regularly. And so, um, you know, we made Longbottom Leaf. Madagascar had been around the shop for a long time. And uh, this is a tobacco that, uh, you know, they were both... Uh, great, and we both—they—they they were so heavy in this particular ingredient that we just—we can't. I have not been able to this day to duplicate uh either one of them, and and so uh, you know, anyway, yeah. I can write to them and have so the vote. No, I think they should savor it. I think they should okay. should have it and smoke it and savor All it right. and 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 write poems about it and haikus and and, <laughs> and 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 we will and we will remember it and and drink. Uh, drink higher quality whiskey than Old Charter 8 in its remembrance.
0: Oh, Madagascar, how I love thee. The webs you weave. The waves. I would smoke <laughs> thee in a box. I would smoke thee with a fox. I would smoke thee in a bear. I would smoke thee anywhere? 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 Anywhere. Right. Any,
1: right. Absolutely Anywhere. anywhere.
0: Great quick fire questions. Those actually came in again from uh Pipe Professor on thispipelife.com. dot That was great. Now, thispipelife.com, uh excellent place to go and submit some quick fire questions because yeah. we actually have a thread there now uh called quick Fire Questions. Yeah. And actually, if you have not registered yourself on thispipelife.com, now is the time. And let me tell you how you're gonna do it. You're gonna go to thispipelife.com. you're gonna register your information, and while you do so, there is a code that you can enter which we encourage you to enter in CSR. Why CSR. That's right. Why? Well, because it helps out the support of the show and it gains you access to an awesome, awesome community of pipe smokers online that you're going to want to be a part of. Their forums are really, really great. There's a lot of benefits to the, to the site overall. So we encourage you to explore, but honestly the forums get involved with other pipe smokers. It's great.
1: I think the forums are the jewel of this pipelife.com. You know, be the, the wonderful thing is there's a lot of different aspects to it. You've got the social media integration and, uh, you know, obviously you can see what other folks are, are doing and their reviews on things. And there's a, you know, a whole section on there where, uh, you know, to ask an expert and get, you know, real good advice about, uh, you know, typical stuff that, you know, we struggle with, with pipe smoking. But, uh, the forums are kind of the gem of, of that. You know, you've got this real vibrant community that, um, you know, is, is just willing to, you know, touch base on everything from types of tobacco, pipe brands, and, and, and it, uh, varies into <laughs> all all kinds of interesting, uh, interesting topics that you might expect online. So, um, yeah, we love it. We are uh, greatly in support of this pipeline.com and we thank them for supporting this show.
2: Your thoughts, your, your comments, comments. Listener, listener
0: feedback. All right, man. Great listener feedback this week. I want to ask you to actually
1: read the one, uh, this one right here, the larger one
0: right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick yeah. us off with that one right there.
1: That's a great email from a listener. Okay. Uh, Portland Paul says, Hey, guys. So, my boys, uh, 16 and 4, and I were out on the back porch with the fire and my pipe going. We just started talking about uh, Pipe Tobacco and Lord of the Rings. Obviously, with Teenage Boys, the conversation quickly devolved into goofy jokes and ridiculous barrel laughing as the puns and dad jokes started to roll. This sounds like a Country Squire radio episode. It it does, doesn't it? Uh, He gets us. He's going to go ahead and say We got you. Yeah. He said, I quickly, after 10 of these, uh, not so... so not so quick uh, <laughs> said we have to get this written down. And thus the boys took off to scrounge up a notepad to, to obviously write down all these jokes yes, that, they, that they came up with. Uh, what you have here typed out is what our scribbling has transposed and translated to. Uh, while my younger son and my daughter were typing this out, they added a few at the end, uh, which are noted. We tried pretty hard on the whole to make the interpreted flavors as realistic as we could, though not. Though a good many are not, uh, every Monday night we all sit down and watch YouTube, watch you YouTube the broadcast, as well as later in the week, satchel and restream the broadcast. And so, uh, you know, obviously he's talking about satchel, the podcast player, which, uh, you know, which is your brainchild. And so they listen to it, uh, you know, later in the week and then watch us live on YouTube. Uh, He said, needless to say, uh, when I said we've got to send this to Bo and JD, they were ecstatic and uh, kept asking if I've sent this yet and what you've said about it. So here we go. All right, so just to recap. Yeah, okay. This, I, is, this is a family- it, that, that was kind of a convoluted way of, of saying what Look, you're about to say. it's, it's a, it's a <laughs> great family. So
0: this family sitting around the fire. They're talking about Lord of the Rings. They're talking about pipe tobaccos inspired by Lord of the Rings. And we're talking about some young minds here. So they let their just their imaginations roll far beyond what you could actually do with tobacco, which is really, really brilliant. Honestly, when I was reading through the list- Probably like need to contact Ben and Jerry's because probably more ice cream flavors on some of those. <laughs> but here are just a few examples of what we got from their brainchild. So we got uh, the corn, which is inspired based on Aragorn.
1: Okay, I- a- Iracorn,
0: Iracorn, and that would be a buttered popcorn pipe tobacco.
1: Okay. Okay. Iricorn pipe tobacco. Could you
0: make a butter popcorn flavor type pipe tobacco?
1: I could, but it'd be like, it'd be like when you eat the bucket of jelly beans and everyone picks out the, the, it'd be like everyone picks out that one. Yeah. I I, I think it'd be that one, you know, if we sold it in a variety pack, everyone would be like, well, I, I bought the Iricorn tobacco, but you know, it's, it's the one that I throw out because (laughs) I just had to buy it because I, you know, I I had to buy it to get all this other stuff.
0: Right. Right. All right. Well, (laughs) well, well, let's, let's go with this one because this is a little bit more realistic. Okay. Okay. Phil, it's the fill and keel over, which is the, or, I'm sorry, feely and Kill over, uh, based off of feely and keely from the Hobbit, right? Uh, you right. Know, dwarves, and it's fifty percent per week. Okay,
1: the keel over part because you feel it, then you keel and over. You feel it, and then so you so the over. feely
0: and keely. Right.
1: Uh, right? I, I think we could we could probably make more. Headway with that, yeah. Uh, with fifty per, per, percent percent per week, I think um, it, it's a good thing if if you smoke that, that the squire is close to about four different uh, well thought of hospitals. Right, so, right, yeah. Right. We, we got yeah. you. We got you back. There. Yeah, we got you back. Gimchi, uh, which is based off of Gimli,
0: <laughs> and uh, the idea is that it's a kimchi, a
1: pipe kimchi tobacco.
0: flavored pipe tobacco. Uh, again, I'll the pass. imaginative nature of the children. I, I love it. I love. I love the creativity. Yeah, never censor the create. Never, never box it in. Yeah. A kimchi pipe tobacco
1: though? i d I don't if you had enough sriracha, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Know, kind of a peppery finish to it. Oh uh, well is so, it, it tingly on the back end, or the front end? <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Mary
0: and Pippicorn, which is a of course reference to Mary and Pippin. Right. And a black peppercorn pipe tobacco. That actually does sound pretty good.
1: You know, it it's interesting you mentioned this. Uh it's sitting in our tinned uh section in the shop right now, just uh ten feet away from us. Uh, is a is a tin of Vowen black pepper tobacco. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and that I I ordered that tobacco so specifically. I, I when I saw that tobacco, I I was so intrigued. I was like, someone's gonna buy this and try it and tell me about it. <laughs> and 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 I'm just gonna have to open it because I, I'm 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 stunned that really someone would try to make a that black one. pepper tobacco, but the, this has been done. Yeah. It's actually been done. So uh, everybody they, is looking back. The, trying to the only sp- thing it's on the it. bottom shelf back there. Uh, but the, the only thing about it is they, um, y- you know, they, they just named it black pepper. They did not marry. They did not name it. Mary and Pippincorn Pippercorn. or Pipp- pippin Pippincorn. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I, but I think the next iteration of this, that maybe the squire can, uh, you know, move in the direction of, and, um, y- you know, in, uh, and, and, oh, and wow, maybe and maybe that. mimic one day is uh is is the vow and black pepper and and maybe Mary and Pippincorn if, <laughs> <will allow> <laughs> if the Fda will allow it if the fda' will will be our our black pepper blend. that's great mind. yeah poor poor little hobbits and being shut down by the fda I know <laughs> Wow what Lo- great love hobbits equals deny the fda
0: what great imagination (laughs) of the uh the children here from portland paul hey we got to give a major shout out to portland paul not just because of the creative nature of his children but also because today as we broadcast here on uh, august 15th it's a very special day in this family it's actually uh his and his wife's 18th wedding anniversary
1: dude portland paul
0: man congratulations congratulations what's what's the wedding song nope nope no, that that's is hail not, to it. the chief <laughs> that is hail to the
1: chief um, <laughs> which which might be their song bum, they, they may they may bum, bum, have danced no, to that for their first not right um bum, bum, you, bum, bum, taps bum, is what they sing bum, bum, bum,
0: when, uh, bum, 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 bum. when someone dies dun, 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 dun. What is that? Happy wedding anniversary, guys!
1: <laughs> Portland, <laughs> Paul, happy happy wedding anniversary!
0: Thank you, and uh, and all of your family for uh, for tuning in live. We really appreciate it, guys. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Finally, on let's let's uh, listener feedback here. We've got from uh, John McKenzie. Now, I included this in listener feedback because this is actually a Facebook message that we got from John. Uh, it was a direct message he was sending to the show. He asked the question: Are y'all located in Mississippi? Is this the little tobacco shop called the Qu- the Country Squire that Miss Gwynn runs? And this is from John.
1: Wow. Yeah. Uh, man, we are. That, what a, what a great question. Uh, Miss Gwen, uh, Gwen Reeves was, uh, her and her husband founded this shop in 1970. Uh, she passed away, uh, gosh, I guess it was 2012 now. Um, and so what was that, four years ago? And, uh, actually this August, uh, it was four, four years ago. So, um, yeah, she's the lady that hired me and, uh, and, and her family, of course, inherited it after, uh she passed away, and um i was um you know blessed enough to to be able to have the opportunity to to purchase a shop from that family um you know uh, very recently so uh so yeah yeah this is this is uh miss Gwen's shop man we we uh we pray every day that we um we honor her and uh and and think that she would be really proud yeah i mean one of the yeah. great things i uh, i think you know any you know anybody who's ever created anything in
0: terms of uh of a business or tried to establish a legacy i mean uh, if if ever the reins were handed to anybody, I think somebody like John David uh, taking on the reins is you, you can't get better than that because you've not only have you you really you've made the shop your own in the sense that you put your own kind of mark on it, uh, but you've been very true to the spirit of of where it cam- comes from and that's been really great.
1: You, you know, I was I was laughing because I was just. I- I was about to say, you know, I, I don't know how Mrs. Reeves would feel about us uh, drinking Old Charter on on on, on the air, <laughs> but but then I I was laughing more because I realized that Mrs. Mrs. <laughs> reeve's favorite whiskey was actually early times. i was about to say i was about to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which actually makes old charter look like you know crystal. <laughs> somewhere so. mystery is
0: shaking her head about the fact that i've given that, cheap whiskey such a heart such a bad name that, that's
1: show. that's right man as, <laughs> as a child of the depression she was uh she, she was very frugal and mm. uh, and and could make a good use of a bottle of early times so um but yeah th- this is uh this is her shop and um, you know, and yeah. we try to carry on her legacy every day. She's left so. a
0: great legacy, both not, not only in the shop, but in, uh, in the legacy of a, of a, a really fine family here located in, that's right, uh, in central Mississippi. Uh, great people. And, uh, man, what a, what a, what <laughs> even, like even me sitting here on the fridges, even having just a, a little, little bit to be able to say that I'm, I'm, uh, get to enjoy this legacy. It's, it's a real honor. So yeah. uh, you, you, you do, you do her legacy proud. And, uh, and yes, indeed, uh, that is, that is kind of the, the, the the origins of the shop and thus the origins of the show as well. That's it. That's yeah. it. Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, we great hey, listener feedback. Yeah, absolutely.
1: What, one other feedback I, I have to mention. Do uh, it. Uh, <laughs> and th- this is actually from a live studio uh, member. Uh, he says, uh, this is from Stephen. He says, uh, uh, related to our. Uh, pairing that we have tonight here. Right, right, right. Uh, of course, we, we, you know, we talked about, we had this abominable pairing of Old Charter and this, uh, Ardbeg, Udegal. Well, we weren't um, pairing the two of them. No, together. we weren't pairing them, but, you know, we, <laughs> we compared that. We, we put them in the same, in the same episode, which, you know, some people. It's oh, right here. You can screenshot it. It's, it's happening. Right. And so he said, uh, if Old Charter, he, he apparently didn't like the Ardbeg particularly well. And he, so he said, uh, if the Old Charter is what you drink when you burn a couch, Ardbeg is what the burnt ta- couch Tastes like so get out <laughs> out No, it's he's fine. like Ardbeg tastes like the bird couch so come I, on know, man I, no I don't know you know he just he, he's just not he, he doesn't care for the, the you know that iodine we, we, we talked about he's just not a fan of
0: the iodine no that's fine it's fine it's fine there's no accounting for taste clearly I can of course, because honestly, it's about what you enjoy. If, if you enjoy some old chart, if you enjoy, I don't, I don't care if it's the cheapest whiskey out there or if you just like water or Coke or any other kind of non-alcoholic beverage, that's perfectly fine. What we love to do is pair them up with our favorite pipe tobaccos here on Squire Select. And hopefully in the future, we will be uh, bringing you some great Squire Select pairings with pipe tobacco and various products, be it whiskey or otherwise. So that's right. That's how I do it. You like that? You like how I do it? You, you
1: did great. You're such a diplomat. Right yeah, here. you're such a diplomat. It
0: doesn't matter how much old charter you hand me, I'm keeping it professional. Except when I talk about how professional I am. We want to encourage you to check out the uh, the show. Uh, be sure to uh, follow us on the various social media channels. You can, of course, uh, check out the Facebook page. Facebook.com slash radio. Follow us on Twitter at Squire Radio. You can follow us individually at the Real Bow York. is me.
1: I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire. Of course, at Squire Radio is where you can follow us on Twitter. We've been getting in some great commentary
0: tonight. Uh, always the case for the Squire Select episodes. We get some great uh, live commentary as we've been doing the show. Uh you can find all of that social information and more at CountrySquireRadio.com where you can tune in, tune in to the live broadcast every single Monday night. You can do that at 6.30 Central Time. Time, that's 7.30 Eastern. Be sure to check us out again, Cut Man, I,
1: I had fun tonight. I had a great time. I, I obviously had a lot of fun tonight. Yeah. I, you know, I, think, I feel um, sorry for
0: our studio audience who's had to sit here like, okay, let's... Basically, it's like, hey, let's sit down and watch Bo and John David get as drunk as they possibly can. <laughs> that's great. That's not true. No, you were the one... Were
1: the old Charter. You're the one that drank it. Yeah, I mean, if it's there... If, if it's, it's there, there nah. it's old charter. It was, it was. I look. It's delicious. It's it's it's, still it's, a, it's a very sippable whiskey. It's something that, um, you know, I think our friends at uh, Ardbeg would be, uh, you know, proud we we. I think not, but that's all
0: right. Actually, I'm, I'm a little, I'm
1: a little disappointed that I didn't realize that Buffalo Trace was, was responsible for old charter. Cause I love Buffalo Trace. Oh, so you're at, you're at, actually, your um, your understanding and, and profile of them has gone down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. No, I'm just kidding, man. It's good stuff. All right. Wait,
0: well, hey, countrysquireradio.com again. Check us out there. And in the meantime, <laughs> let's go have a night.
1: See you brother.
2: You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com.